0: Hey everybody, welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation, it's a Star Trek podcast, you haven't figured that out yet, Um, spoiler, we're going to talk about Star Trek. I'm Matt. I'm Andy. And I'm just an old man. Hang in there, Scotty. We all feel like old mans. I think I am an old man. Well, I mean, technically he was like a hundred and...
1: I'm not as old as that.
0: You're not as old as Scotty when he was beamed aboard the Enterprise from the Janolin.
1: No. I do feel just as useless as he, he did
0: at various You know, sometimes I think it's important to burden yourself with old people to pretend that they're important. <laughs> that was the lesson from that episode. <laughs> is that the lesson? I thought, they, that's my. That was my takeaway.
2: It
1: is. Wasn't the lesson like everybody's has value at any age?
0: No, no. I think it was uh, let's put on a song and dance and give him a shuttlecraft and get them out of here. <laughs>
1: I guess that <laughs> might have been. <laughs> I guess Geordie certainly—he uh, got his comeuppance with Wesley a couple of episodes ago <laughs> for well, how he I mean, treated Scotty in that
0: episode. I guess I hadn't thought about it. That that that—I feel less anger towards Wesley now. Yeah,
1: maybe Wesley was just really high on Scotty, I and mean, that is always stuck in his craw. He wouldn't be? He was just waiting for the moment he could get back at him.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, look—we're all—we're all high on Scotty. We're rapidly approaching the end of TNG here, everybody. We've got, uh, what, three more episodes after this?
1: Uh, let's Is see. Is that correct?
0: That's correct, I believe. I think you're right, yeah. My goodness. Then we'll be docking at Deep Space Nine for the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, get ready for that. They're all excited. Um, I've
1: heard no, not a single person saying they are not happy and anticipatory
0: well I think it's a good opportunity also for uh my wife needs to move my car in a half an hour so that's I'm gonna have to let's find out when that is everybody
1: (laughs) inside the belly of the beast guys you're seeing some real BTS stuff going on right now when will Matt move his car um what was we got um this is Bloodlines then we got Emergence now yes got preemptive strike and then All Good Things and All Good Things we're doing all at once right it's gonna be- uh,
0: yeah because it's well, I, don't think, I, I don't think it's available in its two part pretend two part form so, so do you want to lay the big news on as, them? A, as a as a movie you know yeah for all intents and purposes uh, there's no other, I mean look there's only big news if you're in the president's circle so if you're not in there you better get in there otherwise this news is just gonna be going right over your head so get in the know head over to patreon.com forward slash star trek tnc hop into the president's circle join us in may we're doing a special uh, we're gonna record the episode of uh, all good things um, for all of you wonderful people, including the people not in the President circle, but the President circle is going to get to watch us do it live. We're going to stream. Uh, we're going to do a stream of it
1: of all good things. The the TNG finale.
0: So you'll get to hear our thoughts unedited. I don't normally. We don't normally edit anything. <laughs> really, no no editing. We have anyway. to edit something. Only the President's Circle will know why or what we did that was so horrible. (laughs) And I've got news for you. If we do, it's something was something. We said something way out of line. If Matt or
1: I go on one of our classic offensive rants, uh, it'll be too late. It'll be out there on the on the. But at least we preemptively
0: say, I don't want to get off on a rant here. And then we start. Sure, sure. That's that smooths it all over. That's our catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on uh, on Star Wars Day, May the Fourth, that's when we're recording all good things. We decided to take Star Wars Day and make it Star Trek Day. <laughs> so if you're in the Patreon in May uh, in the President's Circle, May Fourth, seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's late for the East Coast. Who knows what it is for everybody else? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna record, and president circle members are invited. You'll be able to watch through Patreon, uh, and that stream will be available for everybody else to listen to, uh, like a week after that. So there it is. We're also gonna be doing Q and A. We're gonna because I figured out this whole streaming thing. I think. Did a couple of test streams that people showed up for, which was wild because I had no, no warning to anybody.
1: There's it a lot, surprising amount of people popping in.
0: Oh, my God. And then a surprising amount of people have, have watched it since. Oh, is it still veil Yeah. Oh, that's sort of upsetting. I don't even remember. It just seemed like that's
1: just me looking confused most of the time. But, it's you know, is that that different? Was. Is that that different than most of these episodes?
0: Um, yeah, so... Get in there. Exciting stuff happening in the Patreon. We're doing uh, Q&A streams every month now in the President's Circle, uh, but we'll kick it off with all good things being recorded uh, for all of you to listen, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll run some polls during the show, because that's a thing we can do. Ooh. Andy loves a poll. I do
1: love and, polls. Uh,
0: why not? Why not have it?
1: not uh, can argue with the results on the spot.
0: I love it. That said, everybody, it's time to talk about Bloodlines, uh, but, you know, we got some stuff to do first, which is this. Matt, would you have them watch this episode? For those of you wanting to see the conclusion of Damon Bach, yes. But that's the only reason I would watch.
1: I didn't remember who he was. I had to look it up. What? I like, it's a
0: stargazer? I, Mind I mean, I, control? I remember. A different actor?
1: that. Oh, was it an actor? Yeah. Oh, that's a little bit bullshit. Oh, look, look, here's,
0: here's, uh, here's, here's the uh, what's f- uh, funny uh, over at the Red Letter Media, their review of Picard, they did Rich Evans, um, one of the guys was, was proposing that the Borg Queen is actually Damon Bach. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> it was like, funny. That is a very funny, <laughs> funny thing to say. Because uh, it's an unresolved storyline. You know, you gotta get that gotta figure out Damon Bach Damon Bach still got it at lust for blood and revenge
1: it's interesting uh, that they they bring him back in the way that they're like bringing back plots in these last few episodes like Wesley and everything it's like let's tie it up except it does
0: end with just like man, he's still mad and out there yeah Uh. anyway so that's that let's head over to the admiral's club see what's doing in there and um, hopefully we can we can get this thing going Go
3: to leave a five-star review, and
0: join the Admirals Club. Man, how do they get into the Admirals Club? Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review of the show. You'll be in the club, and you might read it on the show. Uh, you might be that lucky. Who's lucky today? Who's hearing it? Well, Black Ops
1: A-115 wrote in. Classic. With- with a five star review uh, entitled Ship of Theseus I'm extremely behind and just watched Rightful Air and it made me think of the WandaVision episode where there were two visions and the argument of the Ship of Theseus Uh, this podcast is amazing and I love it Uh, I enjoy all their jokes and distracted conversations keep it up guys
0: Uh, I'm a little annoyed that that was in WandaVision because now everyone references it constantly. <laughs> ship like, Theseus? Yeah, but like that was a thing I always used to think about with the Enterprise A because it was such a refit of the, of, the, of the NCC-1701. Right. I was like, oh, most of the parts of that ship are gone. So is it really still the Enterprise? Right. And now we all think about fucking WandaVision.
1: <sighs>
0: well, a certain segment thinks about WandaVision.
1: But uh, you know, a lot of Marvel, as I've said before, I th- I feel like you know you can feel when, when the writers have ju- Marvel uh, TV have jumped off of, um, of uh, TNG or or Star Trek in various ways. Plot. I mean, look,
0: we're all we're all standing on the backs of Asimov and Arthur C. Clarke, so, right. and, and Jules Verne, right. I think everybody. Everybody's on their shoulders. You know, even Star Trek, Andy.
1: Did Roddenberry ever point to Jules Verne?
0: Uh, probably into, like, to say, ha fuck you, asshole, I'm still alive.
1: <laughs> Roddenberry did always lord it over Jules Verne. <laughs>
0: Physically pointing at the ground.
1: <laughs> uh, our other Admiral Club Edmitty is Jay Whitlark, who writes, Great fun. I enjoy this podcast. I listen to it
0: to help fall asleep. Hey, whatever gets you through the night, guys. If you want to listen to us fall asleep, please do. Download. Enjoy. You're welcome. That's That's it for the Admiral's Club. Club. Let's head over to the President's Circle. It's the hottest place in the galaxy right now, you know, with all this new announcements, especially live stream, live Q&A every month. What? It's crazy. Let's go.
4: The United Veterans. But
0: it's President's Circle! Wow, it's the President's Circle, everybody. For a measly 1701 a month, you could be in here. It's luxurious. The buffet's better than the Admiral's Club. And, uh, quite frankly, we're nicer in here. So, Andy, who's got a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor? This month, there are a
1: couple. Uh, the first one is from Kevin Quinn. You know, I'm May personally.
0: the 5th, I think, is when Strange New Worlds debuts. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're going to have an action-packed week.
1: Wow, that's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, uh, Kevin Quinn uh, wrote in uh, regarding Firstborn. Firstborn, a.k.a. Gah to the future. <laughs> Nice. And a lot of approval. Um,
0: I don't know if I'd be like handing out medals of valor for that.
1: <laughs> got, got a lot of, got but, a lot of likes. So I, did I didn't it. want to fight the tide. Sure. Uh, C Edwards also, uh, suggested, uh, hear me out. The Duras sisters as salt and pepper. Okay. And also got a lot of approval. Um, and that's it for the... Uh, Salt
0: oh, and pepper!
1: <laughs> Kobayashi Maru also uh, wrote, uh, bringing you hits like Stab It, Shoot, Let's Talk About uh, NGA, Sex and Klingon, and uh, What a Wharf, Act Now and We'll Give You Your Very Own Collectible Muller's Head in a Box, All For The Low, Low Price Of 50 Darsex. <laughs>
0: And uh, that's I it. think if Worf had given him the fifty darsex, he wouldn't have had to time travel.
1: That's so true. Do you At think least that least was that was where the problem really started?
0: <laughs> that was the turning point, I think, in his life. I went
1: back in time to make sure that you allowed me to see Miller's head.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe he sees the head, and it, like you know, he ties him closer to Klingon culture, and uh, he doesn't. You know, he wants to become a warrior. Could be. No, I, uh,
1: that to me is, is maybe the biggest character problem in that episode is that he's pushing him to be into Klingon culture, and then he's like, "No, we're not going to do that. I'm not giving you money for that. That's a bunch of bullshit." <laughs> Dude, chill out. Uh, we're in the Priority One messages. Proper.
0: Uh, cool. Captain, incoming Priority One message.
5: message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel.
0: What's what is everyone saying about uh, Firstborn?
1: Well, Lieutenant Maddowine writes, Finally, Klingon Renfair. Targlegs, and mead for everyone. Other than Jeffrey Combs. James Loyan is my favorite Trek guest star actor. I mean, I got to agree. He really, he crushed it. Is he, does he appear again? Besides the Romulan and, uh, and Weirdly War's future son? Uh, does he appear again? Because he's just killed it both times. I think so did a fantastic Romulan, did a fantastic Klingon. Um, Tom Bondurant writes, Patty and Selma plus Statler and Waldorf equals Lursa and Betor I, I mean, fair. I don't even
0: think you need the Statler and Waldorf of it all.
1: You think Patty and Selma are just Lursa? And
0: yeah. Them? They even have very similar hair. <laughs> Is that what they're based on? Even The
1: Simpsons are influenced. Um, Neil Studd writes, The good thing about all this.
0: I think, s- I think, in fairness to The Simpsons, Patty and Selma came first.
1: Selma came first.
0: Patty and Selma were. Oh, before TNG. Oh, Pre-date. interesting.
1: Yeah, before that uh, s- definitely. Yeah, then the Dura sisters. That's fair. Um, Neil Studd, The good thing about all the super crazy TNG and Voyager episodes right now is that until Picard season two gets to wherever it's going, they never happen. Wharfs of Velociraptor? Great. Alexander violated the temporal accords? Fill your boots. Janeway and Paris birth lizards? Not anymore, they didn't.
6: <laughs>
0: that's fair. I mean, it depends on which time travel theory you subscribe to. Which timeline to. you're going to, yeah. Lots to discuss. Obviously, that's all happening in the Patreon. If you uh, would like to listen to us talk about Picard every week, head over there. You can join at the Lieutenant's level and get that. Four episodes of Picard every month.
1: That's right. But if you want Hard? your full
0: if you want your full 8 episodes of fun, you got a President Circle. I guess 9 if you count the Q&A or something.
1: I guess that's true. Dear We're God. You're going to be ending the Q&A. You're going to be trying out again. We also got your two voyagers, you got your Enterprise. Uh, Dan Man Mountain writes, "Happy first contact day everybody. It was Thank posted you. on April 5th. It's now the 11th, but uh, he he posted it on the 5th." Um. Thank you, Dan, and, and happy First Contact Day to everyone. May the fourth be with you.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Great and Terrible Lizak writes, Due to architectural and fire suppression reasons, my office at work has two walls that do not go all the way up to the ceiling. On the other side of these walls is a sort of atrium that goes from the second floor of the building to the fifth floor where I work. Why did I tell you this uninteresting information? During the discussion of what Chakotay smells like, I laughed so hard that two people on the fourth floor later independently came to me to report uh, having the following exchange. Coworker A. Isn't she by herself up there? Co-worker B, B. <laughs> I bet she's listening to a podcast.
0: <laughs> no interest in what podcast it was, Coworker B. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: apparently not. Whatever. Screw you, Coworker B. And then Jess, newly diagnosed at age 39 with a hint of autism. No shame. Um. She also wrote I had a similar moment I listened while working out At the precinct gym And once fell to the side Of the treadmill while laughing Half the SWAT team was there And threatened to kick me out If I was laughing so hard Over some Battle Trek Wars bullshit <laughs> your, uh, your your coworkers sound More understanding of UN podcasts Now I must This sound feels like The kind of thing That I would have had The exact same reaction to In different podcasts But I did not remember, Jess, that you... Does this... Applying that you're on the SWAT team? That's
0: fucking awesome. (laughs) Andy's going to write to you on Instagram and ask if he can go on a ride-along.
1: Oh, man. Can I go on a ride-along? That'd be great. I don't know if I'd want to be on a ride-along for the SWAT team. (laughs) It feels like I would definitely be in the way.
0: They'll give you a gun. All right.
1: Um, Firstborn... And uh, follow-up on DS9 from our old friend Tom Bondurant. Uh Andy and Matt. When Quark appeared in Firstborn, you all discussed how that fit into the overall Trek timeline. I think this was also the point where you mentioned Patrick Stewart uh, hosting SNL. Back in October, uh, I volunteered to do a little Elsewhere in Trek note for each DS9 episode. Uh, it would check in on the other Trek shows to see what they were doing that week. In other words, it would basically be your Firstborn discussion, but from the DS9 point of view. Specifically, and without spoiling anything, Firstborn aired the week of April 23rd, 1994, about the same time as the DS9 episode, The McKee uh, Part 1. TNG had finished shooting its final episode on April 6th, filming on Star Trek Generations, and had already started on March 24th, and Voyager was in pre-production. Oh, and Patrick Stewart hosted SNL on February 4th, 1994. (laughs) Um, How do you feel about that? Because there has been some debate. I know you had said you want to keep this week in Trek even if it doubles up on previous this week's in Treks for DS9? Or do you Um, not want to make the decision?
0: Well, I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't. Again, it's like, to me, this week in Trek is just sort of like the lay of the land of what the world is doing. Right. Which then allows us to, like, look at the scripts and the episodes and sort of see if there's any sort of mirroring of social things or, you know. How do you feel
1: about this Bondurant offer to give us a what's going on in Trek thing?
0: Offer accepted?
1: Great. I like to make him make decisions uh, about the make command decisions on air because otherwise neither of us ever decide anything (laughs) Um, Mr. The Ultimate Trekker writes uh, wait so future Alexander is just hanging around making no mention of the Dominion and the Borg and such maybe he's laying low and going Biff Tannen (laughs) could be cock to the future
0: Gray's Sports Almanac
1: do you wish you had that? a future grace bold sports almanac no <laughs> that doesn't give you any joy huh buddy
0: well I mean what am I gonna do with it now you know what year did it go through I feel like I'm over it it's over now right I
1: assume it would be for future events
0: yeah but he bought it in 2015 so it's useless to me now <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, great, thanks, Marty. What am I going to do with this? So go back in time and fucking bet on sports? Because this is useless to me. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, I forgot it was 2022. Yeah. Seven years after I purchased this and then went back in time. Where's our hoverboards? That's my question.
1: Actually, I guess hoverboards sort of exist. Do you see that guy who is dressed as Green Goblin flying through uh, Times Square? Uh no, it it really made me excited. You never hear a bunch about that guy, huh?
0: For what? For your It was a guy thing. Not for me,
1: but just like I don't know. I always get excited whenever my childhood vision of Marvel is becoming real.
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I get excited when uh, Spider-Man's arch nemesis is real. (laughs) I'm not excited about that. I haven't seen a Spider-Man yet to come and stop him.
1: I mean, that's fair.
0: All we got is that (laughs) robot from Disney. It would be terrible. Um, Mr.
1: I already did that. Eric Peebles writes, if my son was such a disaster, he traveled back in time to fix or kill his younger self. My takeaway would be he needs to, quote, follow his path. Where you at, Troy? (laughs) (sighs) Really good point. She was too busy. Kind of. Gearing up to uh to, to give the uh, give the same speech to uh, to Picard's non son in this episode. Micho and Miriam at Quark's Quark is Latinum Gold Press, writes, Andy, uh, Matt, uh, the Klingons were invaded by the Herc early in their history. I always imagined they stole tech from the Herc they killed. I don't remember what this is in reference I
0: mean, to. Well, we always talk about Klingon scientists. Oh, right, right, right. Peaceful Klingons and Klingon carpenters and the like. Right. Again, Uh, I think it's, I think, I think uh, the Klingon Empire has large swaths of people. I think a lot of them we see are warriors on ships, but they're behind the scenes scientists. Yeah. Sure, every time we see a scientist, they're duplicitous and either trying to sabotage the enterprise or, um, are very jealous of Beverly Crusher's autopsies. But, you know, they're out there. Um
1: I'd like to hear more from them. You do see Romulan scientists, right? We see them. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, they're their
0: Vulcans, so of course they're gonna have scientists.
1: Kamaraki, DS9 or bust. Uh, You're almost there, Kamaraki. Future Alexander is the perfect example of how most of us would screw up our time travel plans. Underestimating people of the past, poor research, sloppy painting. I know it's exactly how things would go if I went back and tried to do something.
0: Um, Oh, you found the Dora sisters. Uh, Congratulations, Commander. (laughs) Oh, no. I forgot I was going back to the flagship of the Federation. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: and then we just had a, a bunch of quick hails <laughs> regarding the uh, TNG cast. This is going to be on Picard. Uh-huh. I don't know if we should have led with this, uh, but uh, you'd, uh, do you have any, uh, I know we discussed it a little bit on uh, on our Picard episode inside the Patreon. Do you want to share your overall thoughts?
0: Was that on the Picard episode? Was it? Uh, we do so many that I don't remember. I think it weird, was weirdly like sitting here right now. I'm like, well, the appropriate place to discuss that it really seems like Picard episodes. And but I'm this is sure, a TNG episode. I'm sure I said the same, the reverse.
1: <laughs> well, this you will be, be fascinating I mean? for them to compare. What do you want to say today? Yeah, I'm
0: sure I said the reverse. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously. I'm not optimistic <laughs> about it. I'm honestly, like, I just, I just, I want the characters to feel right. Sure. Uh, I don't want anybody betraying their character. You know, there's the argument of, like, well, people change over 30 years, but the reality is, do they? I feel like once you're, like, you know, once you're, like, in your 30s, you're kind of stuck. You're not changing. <laughs> You know, I mean? so you know what I mean? It's That's like such this, a this, this sad the argument. Take. But it's like the Luke Skywalker argument. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh he of course he would change over that, you know, period of time. Like, no he wouldn't. He'd uh-huh. be Luke fucking Skywalker.
1: Who's the most successful extrapolation of a future character that they've returned to? I feel like they did a pretty good job with Neo. Logan. Did you ever see Matrix? Logan. Yeah. Logan, yes. Logan is, is great. And and for that matter, Xavier, but that was sort of partly based on you know, him having an ailment, which they then yeah. tried to do in the regular Picard that didn't really work. Um, but uh, yeah, like I don't have a problem with them being different. I just, you know, just have it be a, a sensible extrapolation where it's sort of like, Ooh, nice. It's a different version, but I'm
0: also interested in seeing this yeah. version of Jordy. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, you know, you see Xavier being that you know, deteriorating that much, but also still being Xavier. Right. Um, and it's interesting. And Logan yeah. being fucking, a more tired Logan.
1: Right. It's sort of part of my, like I accepted the force awakens, for example, version of Han Solo, but I guess in my head, I always felt like, Oh, we're going to project forward. We're going to see him as this weather general, but still cool ass Han Solo. And part of my problem was he was almost too much the same guy, like they just reset him. That's true
0: too. Well, that was the problem. He wasn't the same. He wasn't an extrapolation of the same guy. He wasn't Jedi. He was this, an extrapolation of the same guy. He was in A New Hope. That's fair. Yeah, which was which was the problem. Right. This was a guy that like came to love his you know friends and would do anything for them and uh, didn't wasn't putting himself first anymore by the end of the trilogy right and then suddenly you go back and it's like well he's decided that was all silly and now he's just back it's just him and fucking Chewie
1: right and they you know obviously you can make the same argument of like well he's seen so much and these sad things happened and then he gave up again and it's sort of like
0: yeah you can buy it
1: but is that fun to watch <laughs> Um, and it's interesting they do sort of opposite things where they do they make Luke sort of grizzled and kind of you know um, I don't know. We don't, we don't. need to get into the flaws. I of mean, Force in, Awakens.
0: In, in, yeah, in the way that like the, that character move for Han versus Luke would have been more palatable, I think.
1: Um, but I mean, this is why I kind of like like what they're doing in Mandalorian more, and Dave Filoni, I think, and and uh, John Favreau. Uh, but I would I would guess a lot of it is Dave Filoni, who's like the diest of diehard Star Wars well, fans, is. Then when you bring back Luke, it's like, oh, it's this fucking badass version of Luke, like we've always wanted to see. CG
0: aside, um, well, that's like that's the Luke you get to play in Battlefront too. Right. Campaign. It's a very short campaign, but it's <laughs> yeah. a good part of the campaign is when you run into Luke. Um. Anyway,
1: uh, I'm interested. I'm excited, and of certainly, the pe- I'm interested. Our friends in the Patreon are excited. Uh, Mark T says, inject this directly into my veins. Uh, Tess says, it's all I've ever wanted for the show. It's
0: all anyone wanted. Chicago Joe says, holy shit, it's going to be straight up TNG. No, it won't. No, it won't. No, it won't. I know you want it to be, and I want it to be, but it won't be.
1: Katie Campbell on Twitter says, it's like they're finally listening to the president circle, where we are all presidents.
0: Oh, no. She doesn't even know. (laughs) KD. I You know, honestly, president. the fact that it's already in the can is worrisome to me Uh, because that means that they sort of didn't Haven't have any been reacting. Yeah. Feedback from anything that was happening this season in, in Picard or, you know, and I just. You know,
1: we had a question about why they were dropping it at this point and you know people had sort of said first contact day Mm -hmm. I wonder if the reason they're dropping it now is because stick with us we're sorry well there's certainly that but there's also the presence of the uh, of the of the TNG cast is revealed by the end of this season but then why
0: would they I mean that could be a situation where it's like they have to fix the larger problem with Q uh huh you know get the band back together.
1: Right. I, actually, I'm going back on that, because why would you blow the end of the season? That seems dumb.
0: Well, what I think it is, is what I was saying.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. They just wanted to
0: say, hang
6: on, uh, next it's season like, they're all uh, coming back.
0: Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you could stop watching now, but why would you do that when this is coming? Yeah, I
1: mean, yes, they're all going to be in you know 2024, but nonetheless... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is it for the uh, Priority One messages. Let's right. enter the hail bag proper.
0: Okie dokie. Let's uh, head out. Welcome to oh the Admiral's Club. Oh, uh, and. Captain. Captain, we are being
1: hailed. All right. Uh, I'm also going to have a couple of hails in the uh, in the Dropbox, uh, just to give you a heads up. Uh, firstborn Jason Burris writes us, uh, Andy. A fun time travel question was raised in my mind by Alexander's intentions in this episode. If I went back in time and enrolled my se- my younger self in karate. All those karate lessons would then be in the past for my older self, and I should then know karate. Could I then teach my younger
0: self karate? I guess it
1: depends on which mythology you're going by. Again,
0: <laughs> again, it's like what rules of time travel are you? Are you Bill? And, that's Bill and Ted time travel. Right. Thousand, that's like you know I'm gonna remember to do this so we can beat the evil robot us's. That's why I put a whatever here. That's why I put that cage up there. You know, right. we got to remember to do all those things when we leave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Then, uh, I don't know if you have access, if you want to play
0: uh, our voice hail from Greg. Um. Anybody listening, count the number of seconds it's been between him telling me that these sounds were in here Okay, and, and mind, asking I can... if I'm ready to play it. No problem. I can go on to the next the one. The answer is yes, I can play it. <laughs>
1: okay. Just want to show off.
0: What's up, gentlemen?
7: How you doing, Greg? Full order tower here. Acting COO of ASA. The Andy Sick underscore of specific acting, aka the results are in. You are Ma, the barber. More. Uh, <laughs> I just all want to call handles. out that um, Kim Tar was obviously War Son from the moment we heard his name mentioned in the script. It's so excuse me. It's so obvious. All one had to do was break down his name, slap it into an acronym. You have K M T A R. Oh, Klingon. Masquerading the Alexander Rushenko.
0: Good <laughs> job, writers. I'm sort of through it. That's funny. DS
1: um, 9 uh, What was happening this week? Idea. Uh. You told me to email again when the... etc. Cetera, et cetera, It's almost time. Uh, since there will be many episodes that overlap DS9 and TNG, um, like the top song movie TV show will just be repeat info. So my suggestion to is once the switch happens to DS9, you list the ninth most popular song, the ninth most popular TV show that week. Might make for some funny results. It
0: might also be hard to find. That's true. But... I'll take under advisement. I don't Just,
1: hate it. If somebody wants to take that uh, that responsibility, um, Genesis. Uh, so this is from a couple of episodes ago, but I thought this was uh, valid because it's uh, from a, um, a bi- biologist, primatologist, um, and this is from the episode Genesis. That's not how evolution works, Zarin Machanda. Uh, Writes, uh, Hey, Matt and Andy, I know I'm a little late on this one, just wanted to comment. I'm an evolutionary biologist, primatologist, and this is just not how evolution works. Take a marmoset, for example. Humans and marmosets last shared a common ancestor about 42 million years ago. Whatever the species was, it probably looked like some kind of monkey, but it wasn't a marmoset. Marmosets (laughs) are the product of 42 million years of evolution since we split with them. Uh, So the gene that makes a marmoset a marmoset ...don't exist in our human genomes. Humans don't contain dormant gene, genes of every a- other animal on Earth. There is just no way that Barclay would have dormant spider genes. Spiders have undergone 800 million years of evolution since we last shared an ancestor with them. That ancestor didn't look like a spider, a human, uh Spider-Man, or much of uh, anything other than a blob of cells. The DNA that we share with spiders is for basic stuff like cellular respiration and other processes that all life has in common. In presenting evolution, or de-evolution, which is actually not a thing in reality, uh, in this way, they imply that humans are somehow more evolved than other species, which is just not the case. All life on Earth today has evolved the same amount of time. Sorry for the rant, but it's the one reason I can't get behind this episode. I thought it was spooky as a kid, but now it just drives me nuts. Thanks for reading, hope you're doing well. Best wishes. Zareen. He That's the, me the one
0: reason you can't get behind the episode? I mean... It's the only one he loves. Like the he acid in the face. I feel like there's more.
1: He loves dumb Riker. Everything else he loves.
0: I thought that was a she for some reason. A what? I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was a female writing in for some reason. It's
1: Zareen. Is that a male or female name?
0: I mean, I would guess with a vowel at the end and a vowel in the middle, it's a female. But. Oh well.
1: I apologize. That's just to, me.
0: But also, what are we doing? Assigning gender either way.
1: That's true. It's th- them. That's what they say. Yes. Um, Lieutenant Commander Christopher Clement, uh, a longtime supporter and member of our crew, um, gave us the hailing frequencies close sound that we use in every episode. Gave us, and that's how television works. When I can find it. When you can find it. And... Uh, many other sounds that have become an integral part of our stupidity. Um, he gave us a, a voice hail and it's uh, listed, I think, either Christopher Clement.
3: Whoops. Hello, Matt and Andy. This is
1: Christopher Clement. You may remember me from such hits as Hailing Frequencies Closed or the lesser known Episode in a Bottle and the never played Andrew's school for specific acting. I just wanted to send you a note to let you know how much I've enjoyed the entire podcast series. I'm currently way behind in the episodes, what with the pandemic and all, and also moving from California to New Zealand. It's exciting. I realize that while I'm way back at the very beginning of season seven, you're nearly done with season seven. So I just wanted to send a note saying, great work, gents. I've really enjoyed participating in some amount, with your podcast. Thanks again and keep up the great work. Of course, the irony is
0: that it will be several weeks before I can actually hear if you even play this or reply. Go figure. Well, we did. And we sure you. did. I uh, hope, the, hope the toilet's going the other way like it's supposed to. <laughs> um. I also, uh,
1: because he, he did us such a service with his sounds and his... Uh, Editing uh, sound editing mastery, uh, I thought we would play a couple of his hits. Um, and I downloaded uh, Episode in a Bottle for one, which you should have access to there.
0: I mean, look, this feels like...
1: This is a, this is a version we don't play as often. I don't think we play it. We haven't
0: played it in, uh, I don't know, a long time.
7: It's an episode in a bottle.
0: It's an episode in a bottle yeah.
1: Do you want to get your 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 bass out? And play along.
0: Uh, no, that'd be more of actually a guitar part. That's just a guitar? That'd be more Andy Summers.
1: Uh and then uh there's an Andy's theories version that I don't think we play very often. Maybe it's just cause we don't uh we just go to the the close out song usually um hmm
2: amir theorism amir theorism, theorism. Be- make it so amir theorism Understood, Be- captain amir theorism make it so amir theorism Be- Make, make it
7: so. <laughs> More than interested. Fascinated. One might say a god.
0: These theories. Make it so. Uh, that one should be in rotation. I like that one.
1: Um, I assume it sort of fell out of rotation because of its length. But uh, it is amazing. Uh, and then the last one, uh, I don't know if we ever played which was a go to school specific acting um, jingle theme song.
0: Weird bit of house cleaning we're doing right now.
1: Oh, we're coming to the end of the uh, the run. I wanted to give him his props.
0: Hey Matt. Nope, that's not it. Nope, that's not it.
1: It should be in the today's no, sounds. I,
0: I know. I dragged it in there. I don't know where it is now. What happened?
1: Do you want me to drop it again?
0: No, no, no. I see it.
1: You can also skip it. (laughs) Maybe it's a cursed sound.
0: Uh, In the meantime, as he's... What is happening? My brain is broken. What am I clicking on? Secunda School of Acting. Jesus.
1: I mean, you're all... Welcome
4: to... The Andrew Secunda School
0: of Specific Acting. That one sounds like the start of a sleep hypnosis.
1: <laughs> well, as given that many people listen to this podcast to fall asleep, I guess it's appropriate. Um, uh, he also mentioned going back in time and listening to the uh episodes. Uh, I uh, Jeff, uh, Lieutenant Commander Jeff Mullins has been sending in these awesome little snippets of the show, which I think I'm going to start posting on Instagram. And it inspired me finally what? to get back up to date. What? Somebody, somebody pointed out that it was uh, that we passed a thousand, but I didn't have that marker set for on on our Patreon. But I didn't have our marker set for for oh, we any it a long prize. Time ago. I know. Well, I'm saying you know that should be a thing that I do. Look, we're coming to the end of TNG.
0: Okay, I gotta move my car, so you vamp for a while, Andy.
1: Oh, you know what? This is uh, perfect. Um, now I can finally have my say. Although we know from the last time I had to vamp that I usually just spiral. When left to my own devices, <laughs> anyway, my point is this: uh, you guys are always sending stuff in, um, and uh, um, I'm the one who's blowing it because my disorganization with the uh, with the social media. Um, so I'm really going to try and focus again. Uh, Josh Bald, Lieutenant Commander Josh Bald, had helped out and um, made a uh, a sort of a little a Google file doc where you can drop stuff depending on the episode. So I'm going to try and get it going again. Uh, maybe I'll post about it on the face group or, or Josh will um, about how to, how to get in there. And I'm going to slowly try and get us up to, uh, up to date. Probably not by the time TNG ends, but uh, hopefully on some kind of regular schedule. Um, and uh uh, you know i uh, just want to say as a side note uh, i really appreciated all of the art all of the little jingles all the snippets um you guys have sent in over time they've really made me happy uh and uh, that's a that's an uphill battle to do that look at this mess soon you guys are all gonna see this 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 room cluttered with guitars this guy' Is in twenty-four hours a day. I wonder if the guitars are bad feng shui. Does that explain his his mood? <laughs> I wish I had something like that to explain my mood. If only Matt were the kind of person who would cut this out. Um I'm gonna go on to a prime corrective because the prime corrective is only about me and my mess ups. Um, Mark T it's a prime correct because Matt and Andy got it wrong and then Matt would probably say um, well probably just me because Andy's not expected to know it but at this point I should Mark T says there's so much to love about TNC thank you Mark but my favorite might be Andy consistently confusing the name Locarno Robbie McNeil's character in the first duty with Laterno in Mary Kay, another famous figure of the '90s with questionable morals, makes me laugh every time. Keep up the great work, guys. You're absolutely right, Mark.
0: Really vamping? I thought you would just sort of stop and then we'd just <laughs> i'd just do the edit.
1: Uh, I find it unlike. I feel like very low odds that you were going to do the edit. So I, I always. So I just kept going.
0: Tape. gotta slap them together anyway. You know. Did you stop tape? no well there you go do you want this in
1: I mean I vamped it's up to you man
0: audience what do
1: you think (laughs) to take a poll (laughs) Uh, this is where the 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 instant poll would be useful Um, I'm fine with it Uh, all right Tess, uh, this is, I'm in a prime corrective, though. I moved on to a prime corrective.
0: Wow, you did it without the sound cue?
1: I, I did it. I did a, a, my own rendition of it. Which oh, was okay, pretty good. Terrible. Then
0: I'll, we'll allow it.
1: Tess uh, writes, uh, I also find this is regarding that I keep mixing up Locarno with Laterno, as in Mary Kay Laterno. Um, Tess says, I find uh, that amusing as it happens almost every time the character's brought up. And the, that and the mention of Red Squadron when I'm pretty sure it was Nova Squadron. Um, oh, yeah, I called it Red Squadron. Oh, there you go. Because I can hear Locarno saying, we were Nova Squadron. Nobody else could say that. But now I sometimes think I can hear Laterno saying, we were Red Squadron. Nobody else could say that. And it almost seems right. And then Command Master Chief Robert Garrison uh, points out red was DS9
0: so it's a red squadron in yes. DS9 yes but also I think where my brain pulled it from is um Star Wars
1: that's where I obviously would know it more from if you would like to send us a hail send it to sttncpod at gmail.com please put the title of the episode in the subject heading somewhere um if you like to tweet Or Instagram, Matt. You can do it at Matt Myra. If you'd like to Instagram me, I'm at Andrew Secunda. If you'd like to tweet me, I'm at Secunda. If you'd like to send us a voice hail, please do. It's 816-TREK-TNC. And obviously to get access to our priority one messages and possibly win a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor, join the Patreon at any level. That's it for the hailback.
0: Thanks, everybody. Hailing frequencies close or...
1: You're not going to give it? Where is his... everything?
5: Frequency's closed,
0: I feel like I inadvertently... Oh, I'm in an old sound set. That's where I disappeared. Hmm. That all makes sense now.
1: What rickety ship would we be the equivalent of?
0: Whatever one you want, pal. Thanks, buddy. I mean, you've seen almost all of TNG. Do you have an answer? I don't. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> How about uh, Crandall's ship? We don't know what uh, that looks like.
0: That's the inside straight, and uh, only that's Picard. You know, you can't. How about the ship
1: that uh, that Wesley and uh, and Picard crash on that planet?
0: And, it's a uh, shuttlecraft. That's what we'd have a shuttlecraft. I mean, we've got no, a lot w- of space it
1: wasn't. In here. I thought it was a guy. It was a. It was like some some. Independent pilot has that ship.
0: Oh, wow. I, I don't remember. What was that one called? Final Mission? Yes, it was. Sounds right. Um
1: We're what in the episode proper.
0: Flood, flood Floodborn? Blood Bloodline? Bloodlines. Not Floodborn.
1: I mean, it might have been Floodborn. <laughs>
6: We crossed many doors To many places Your hands made
0: us think Of all your faces So the NC In your little board node Let's talk about This week's episode It's Bloodline 722 That's the 22nd episode Of the 7th season Which aired the 2nd of May 1994 Andy what was happening? Number one song in the US Still The Sign By of Bass
1: Number one song in the UK Is a Prince song If you have any interest The most beautiful girl In the world
0: I mean have interest, but I've already clicked on A Base.
1: I mean, equal musical merit, I'm sure. Uh, number one movie, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Number one book, The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. Number one TV show that week, Home Improvement. Deaths that week, actor George Pappard, A-Team. His, t- his plan finally came together. Or was that face that said that? No, no that, that was, was him. That was, that was uh, events the channel underneath the English channel opens
0: oh wow that's only that old apparently channel I feel like for some maybe reason they were working on forever. it for
1: a long time and I was wondering finally wild.
0: I always wanted to take it never took it
1: seems like right. the anglophile Matt would have
0: man I just got on a plane Uh, So that's what's happening in the world. Let's find out what's happening in our world with the, you know, chairman of the board himself. That's right. Time for everyone's favorite segment. Frank Sinatra, come on. (laughs) It's time for that segment everybody hates. (laughs) Frank Sinatra, come on. (laughs) Andy, what was going on with all blue eyes? Well, Matt, Frank is
1: on a real... (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry, Frank would be really disapproving of my coughing in the middle of a segment. He would smack me upside the head. Frank is on a rest week between concerts, so it gives us time to look into the problems Frank was exhibiting more and more in his concerts. He would forget lyrics, even though they were projected on prompters. He would repeat the same piece of banter as the introduction to different songs in the same concert. Most journalists assumed it was progressive Alzheimer's disease, but his manager later wrote a book claiming that symptoms were caused by many years of overusing an antidepressant known to have potential side effects of blurred vision, weight gain, agitation, and confusion. His manager was particularly worried about the agitation part as Sinatra carried a loaded pistol on tour, even keeping it tucked into his boots on stage. He also kept a loaded Uzi on his private jet. Eventually, they fled, filed down the firing pins without Frank's knowledge, so the guns could not shoot. Jesus
6: Christ.
1: And Uzi. What is Frank imagining is going to happen, that he's going to need an Uzi?
0: He knows a lot of secrets. You. All it takes is one crazy. You know? That's right. And Frank shows up with his... Israeli submachine gun and uh, ring a ding ding baby it would Let's have been take the,
1: it would have been the greatest Frank story ever if, if a crazy fan came at him and he killed him with an
0: oozy <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is bloodlines which was written by Nicholas Sagan and directed by Les Landau and uh, Damon Bach threatens the life of a son Picard never knew he had yeah. That's about right. Yep. Um, I'm woefully underprepared for anything right now. You know, all it takes is uh, my wife making me move my car in the middle of a podcast for me to uh, lose all sense of uh, space, time, and 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 uh, word. Word I'm looking for. Your wife is like your Cohesion? traveler. Cohesion? Cohesion? No, that's not right. Hmm. All right, whatever. <laughs> what's happening over there? Well, now my dog's outside barking, and I don't understand what's happening, because, like, my wife is now a lot at the house, and I'm just like, well, what's happening? Why? Do you want to stop? What's? Uh, what do you need? I mean, I need to now be done in an hour, which I feel like is doable. What happened to the sound? Oh, there it is. Jesus. Report.
7: There's an object of some kind closing in on our position. On screen. It appears to be an unmanned probe. Approximately one-half meter in diameter. There are no identifiable armaments. Captain, we
0: are being... You are being hailed by name. Open a channel. It's about time, number one. Yes,
1: Just me, he only wants to talk to me
0: I'm reading the power
7: surge Shields up The beam appears to contain Holographic imaging information It's trying
2: to project something Isolate the bandwidth Let the signal through the shields
4: Fuck I trust you remember me Picard Because I haven't forgotten you Or how you murdered my son For 15 years now I've thought about how to avenge his death But nothing I could do to you Could equal what you did to me Until now You thought you could hide him from me didn't you But I found out about him Jason Vigo is as good as dead I'm going to kill
0: Your son Picard Just like you killed mine The whole (laughs) This episode's Bananas. (laughs) Bananas. <laughs> which which aspect is striking? Well, I mean, think first. about like think about the. He, Damon Bach had to like, go through Picard's history and find someone he was sexually uh, active with who also had a child that would be an appropriate age, right? And then change their DNA, right? Like, it's quite an involved. plan of his and to ultimately what like because he knows then that he will not have gotten the revenge he truly sought well i mean i guess he's backed his he's
1: backed his expectations up from actually killing his son to making picard feel like he killed his son right
0: certainly going a long way to get there (laughs) it's also like do you think that it's it's um do you think he was like looking through and he's like oh my god there's only like one person that I could possibly find a child of that could be his because he's only had sex with one woman you know because he buries his head in antiques and books I think that is what
1: he discovered
0: I mean also the convenience of having a child that age and also someone that Picard has not kept in touch with Like, I mean, just a lot has to go right for Damon Bach here. I mean, this is, I assume what he's, his
1: life has been consumed with finding a son. And so he's just been accumulating information and figuring out, like, It would have been easier
0: for him to, like, secretly set up Picard on dates.
2: (laughs) And then give him a
1: son?
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I want to see that. See if there is any mention of Jason Vigo in Federation Records. You might start with...
1: Bach plays Brand matchmaker the, uh, to Picard. Your wine. Uh, you two are a very handsome couple.
2: Number one, contact the Ferengi <laughs> government to find out all you can <laughs> about Always Bach. dressed up like
1: <laughs> the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> you two really. Uh, you are beautiful together. You're, you really uh, seem to be hitting it off.
0: And then and then he finds that he falls in love with Picard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the son. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm He's going to kill him. him. No, I'll hurt myself again. (laughs) Come.
7: The Ferengi government is debating an amendment to the rules of acquisition. It could be a while before we hear from them. (laughs) He loves to
0: clown on the Ferengi.
7: (laughs) Has a son named Jason. This is the most recent picture we could find.
0: I wish it was an adolescent teen that was bald. (laughs)
2: <laughs> how old is the boy now
1: I like that they give the one nod
2: he and his mother 12 years ago he settled on k 5 that's all we know
3: he's got a good sense Planet's of humor that Cat the card.
0: yeah um what do you think about this episode Andy uh
1: I think that it's I don't mind the setup um I think that it's inherently flawed because it's it's a lot of delaying of what's going to happen. The revenge of killing the kid is delaying. The reveal that it's not his son is delaying. And so, the heart of it is his interaction with the boy or the man, the fully grown man, and uh, and that and that's a little bit of delaying too even though it's you know characterization wise they play it correctly that it's like oh yeah this this kid might be like I don't know you're not my dad why are you acting like you're my dad like get away from me right but that puts that that's like that's really where the episode is supposed to live and that also is a delay so even though it's all I feel like it's all kind of done well I feel like it's acted well and um you know
0: I do, I do I kind of wish they gave him the sun yeah you know I got maybe that's too similar to um Kirk's right uh story right
2: to guard the bridge set a course for the K-more system warp 5 Hi, sir
1: Come. I'm going there on personal business and you're all coming with me
2: well warp 5 not not too fast I do appreciate you're not asking <laughs> but I do think that you have a right to know. There is a possibility that the boy is my son.
0: What? <laughs> the got really angry. <laughs>
4: who was <is> she? <laughs>
1: uh, Red alert.
0: <laughs> All power to the weapon systems.
1: I will point out to you, to anyone who is saying, uh, there you go, Andy's theory isn't, isn't correct. First, it's not his son. And second... He says it's a possibility, which to me means that Picard isn't really sure that that's his son because he doesn't really know what it takes to make a son with a lady.
0: He's like, I got to second base. <laughs> Is that what that be? Yeah, that's, that's, that's
2: that's Is that, that something? I was involved with his mother for a short time, about 24 years ago. Talked. We met through a friend. We sang songs when I was on shore leave on Earth. It was uh, all very romantic, very intense. Probably I think because we both knew that I would be leaving in two weeks, and we kept in touch for a while, but we never managed to get together again. She never said anything to you about being pregnant. I'll kill her.
0: <laughs> what? Oh,
2: so either Bok is wrong, and I'm not the father. Oh, Miranda decided to McCart raise the child alone. card is not the father. Which, quite frankly, wouldn't surprise me. She no. was...
1: <laughs> yeah, very come
2: independent, on. Very strong-willed. She would have to be to get by on Kmore 5. That place is a real so shithole. he's my son or not, he's like in
1: 4 is her, a paradise. And
2: I don't <sighs> doubt that he will try to make good his threat against the boy.
0: Should we we, we go faster? No, four, five, (laughs) five. Information on Jason. Have to protect the universe until we
1: don't.
2: What about his mother? No, sir. Miranda was trained as a botanist. She was used to talk about running a farm. One day, maybe we should concentrate on the agricultural areas.
7: That would significantly narrow our search. The only cultivated land is on the southern continent, and there are relatively few people engaged in agricultural activities. Can't many First time we see how time.
0: powerful the Enterprise it's sensors are from Orbit. Orbs.
7: I'm detecting eight humans. Three are female. However, they are all too young to be Miranda Vigo. What about males?
1: One has a real bad attitude.
7: One is an infant. Maybe it's Another the elderly. No, sir. <laughs> Two are middle-aged.
2: At seven, you said there were eight.
7: I'm having difficulty getting a clear reading on the eighth. The individual appears to be approximately two kilometers beneath the planet's surface. Male or female? Male. Between 20 and 30 years old. No one in their right.
1: Devastatingly handsome. Unless he were
2: forced
7: to. Captain. I'm reading seismic instability in the area. He
2: is in danger. Relay his coordinates to the transporter room. Have them beam him aboard.
0: Aye, sir.
1: But wait until I get there. Hold him in
0: the pattern buffer. Uh, Sagan, the writer, says, uh, he says Bloodlines is an interesting episode But it wasn't as good as uh, Attached Which was the previous episode he wrote uh, He agreed that it did not provide as much closure Which was important to do in the show's final season Sagan added I think that Bloodlines is also hurt by the fact that it seemed like In the seventh season there were a lot of relatives of characters Being trotted out like oh no who's next it's Guidance third cousin <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, which is a classic thing later on in, in shows where they're just yeah. like I'm bored with the regular characters so let's just add these other characters and I don't have a problem with that it's just a question of why it feels like they're almost setting up a fucking Picard spin spinoff with this guy
0: I would uh, not watch it.
1: good specific acting by the transporter chief
2: How does this, this work?
6: Is a federation ship. That's right. I'm Captain Picard, Jean-Luc Picard. I realize I wasn't supposed to be splunking that cave, but don't you have something better to do? We thought you were at risk. Oh well, I wasn't. So maybe you should just beam me back where I was. <laughs> Are you Jason Vigo <laughs> I love that he's taking the same stance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little fall otherwise. <laughs>
6: I know him. Is he in trouble? In a matter of speaking.
2: Someone has made a threat against his life. Jason, I'm an old friend of your mother's. I'm here because you're in danger. Why would anybody want to kill me? The person who has made the threat is under
0: the impression that you are my son. Transporter chief, you're not going to believe what's happening Can right I- now. <laughs> I don't know. My mother
6: never told me who my father was Just that he was in Starfleet Maybe we should contact her She uh, She died a few years ago Oh, I'm sorry Jason, I think
2: it's important that we find out one way or the other Would you be willing to permit a genetic
6: test? If I'm not your son is this person still going to want to kill me? I doubt it. In that case, you won't mind my saying that I hope you're not my father.
1: <laughs> well, that hurts my feelings, but all right.
0: Still hurts, still hurts, uh, but let's uh, go. I'm
1: <laughs> a um, here's the thing it. I got to say about this guy, Ken Olant. Uh, besides being incredibly dishy,
6: look at this. Uh, look at this
1: guy. Um... He's very good in the episode. It's a day player part. Not a day player. He's like, obviously, a lead here. But uh, he just he walks in. He holds his own against Patrick Stewart. And um, I think you could do a spinoff of this guy. I, I really am impressed with that the character is well-written. And he does it well. He sort of makes a character likable. In a very short period of time, and I think the only other thing that I remembered, and granted, I know nothing, is uh, he's like one of the people in summer school um, with Mark Harmon and Courtney Thorn Smith, um, but um, but he didn't he didn't go on to it that much more. And it's sort of interesting that you had all these handsome guys, and across time, you always have handsome guys in Hollywood. But across this guy, time. like, he had. He had the stuff to be one of those guys in a '90s show or movie. Certainly handsome enough. Why? Why did this guy not get a shot? Why not Ken Olant?
0: He was probably up for the single guy, but Jonathan Silverman won out. Feels
1: like. I I feel like put him in one of those whatever those L.A. Law, one of those procedurals.
0: It's, interesting. Not too, it's not too late for him. We can get him. We can get him in something.
1: He's not young and pretty God. anymore. Now he's just another
0: he's a handsome,
1: older man. actor.
2: Over the years, uh, this You're is a wrong. Maybe he
1: was not a Melrose place or something, and I overlooked it.
2: And um, this is... This is a Gaul and prayer stick. It's, it's really quite rare is it valuable oh not really only to students of archaeology such as myself though I I did have to hand over a bottle of very old Sarian and brandy for it I'd say you got taken well perhaps but it's a value to me
6: nonetheless
0: <laughs>
3: on k
6: something has value you can eat it or sell it everything else is luxury
0: like these luxurious climbing you clothes like some I tea? have.
6: No, <laughs> thanks.
2: Something else? No. T L Grey hot.
1: So what no ideas when he does that. I'm sure oh.
2: that this whole thing is as much of a surprise to you as it is to me. I really want to be honest with you, Jason. I only knew your mother for a very short time. I, I would have liked to have known her better.
1: <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> it
2: just didn't work out that way. But it, you look a lot like... It was very
1: hot, though, I believe. I have no comparison. Um, Ken Lot was also in a show... Where there was... Could this be 48 episodes? This must have been some weird syndicated show called Super Force. Get a load of this. In the year 2020, Mm -hmm. an astronaut becomes a vigilante when he returns from a mission to learn his cop brother's been murdered. (laughs) That sounds awesome. It was also a half hour.
0: Was it a joke? I got to check that out. Sounds like that would be a joke show. I don't think. Like police squad? (laughs) I don't think so. If it is, that's very advanced for the time. Um no, it was Action Adventure Sci Fi.
1: Nope. Yeah. Action Adventure Crime.
0: How weird. Where
1: did it even air?
0: What a weird. I wonder program. if it's a Canadian show or something. Uh anyway, I guess
1: that's what he did. He that's how he spent his nineties.
0: Viacom first run syndication.
6: with bark well what is the situation with Buck anyway I mean why does he want me dead years ago I was forced
2: to destroy a starship commanded by his son bark apparently feels that it would be fitting vengeance to kill my son
6: well, I can't hide forever of course not
2: we are trying to locate bark now I want to confront him settle this matter
6: how long is this going to take
2: I assure you there is no one more eager to put this behind us than I am.
1: Doesn't seem right.
6: Where do I stay?
0: We'll get you some quarters. Okay, let's go. Jason? You're the heir to a very fine chateau in France. You <laughs> <know>. I
2: hope it <laughs> will give us the chance to get to know each other.
0: Lots of things there you could sell.
7: ...and came from. <laughs> Bach took the precaution of
3: encrypting the probe's navigational systems so that we would be unable to decipher its flight path. We ran an analysis of the probe's hull. From the energy signatures and the particle deposits we found, it looks like it traveled through a dichromic nebula, was exposed to an intensive gravimetric distortion, and passed within one light year of a Class 4 pulsar. One light year? That's crazy. Let's look it up.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Did you skip over the uh, the reveal scene, or did we watch it? The Beverly scene.
6: I skipped over it a bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, they get in the way.
1: I think it's mostly just her reveal was funny
6: to me. So, what
2: do
0: you do?
1: First of all, he's also looking at, like, tricorders and Uh, um, everything like he's a caveman.
0: Well, they don't don't have this kind of stuff on this uh, planet here. I
1: guess.
5: Excuse me, gentlemen. The test results are ready if you'd like to hear them.
0: No, I'd rather not. Thank you, Beverly. (laughs) Your genetic
5: code is a cross between the DNA of your mother, Miranda Vigo, and your father, Jean-Luc Picard.
1: She reveals it in such a reality competition show way. (laughs) Between your mother and your father, dot, dot, dot.
0: More after the break. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Zoom
1: in, slow zoom in on Picard's face, slow zoom in on Vigo's face.
2: (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to talk with us, Damon. I understand you have a problem. Yes, it concerns Damon Bok. Bok is no
4: Damon. He was relieved of command six years ago. He was unstable. Dangerous. We had to confine him to Rock prison.
2: But he's no longer there. Uh, He was able to buy himself out about... Two years ago.
1: That's a great detail about the Frankie.
2: Do you know his whereabouts now?
1: You I understand he out.
6: was seen in the Darius cluster not too
2: long ago. But that cluster consists of more than twenty star systems.
3: <laughs> you don't have to thank me, Captain. Believe it or not, Captain, that might have given us the fix we need. There's a nebula in the Dorius cluster that matches the same particle signature we found on the probe. There is a Class 4 pulsar three light years from the nebula. My calculations indicate the probe was
7: launched in the Zendikabu system.
0: I mean, this is all a bunch of chapa to fill time. (laughs) It is.
7: It's very strange.
1: It's just always interesting. You have these late season shows like like, uh, you know whatever toward the end of their run I feel like this happened with Buffy too where it's like I'm like oh boy hot dog All, sky's the limit where are we going and then you get mired in these side characters and you're spending time and it's just like we only have a limited amount of time left come on um, so what's he
5: like
2: I'm not sure that I can tell you he puts up so many barriers. I have no idea what is underneath.
5: Keep in mind, he's had 20 years to be angry that his father wasn't there. It's going to take some time to get over those feelings. But I do think it's possible.
2: Perhaps. But surely it will be wrong to force the issue. Is My you... sense is that he is a very independent young man. Perhaps it would be best if I left him alone. Let him come to me if he wants to.
5: Maybe you're right But I think you should consider this Are you doing the best thing for Jason Or what's easiest for you
4: God oh, damn it Beverly
0: Bazinga
1: Now Jason has on the uh, the yeah. Universal symbol for Roguish charm, a vest
8: Hello Jason I'm Deanna Troy, ship's counselor
6: Come in Did Captain Picard ask you to come talk to me?
8: No, I just thought I'd come and see how you were doing. A lot's happened in the last few hours. I thought you might like to talk about it.
6: I'll be all right. People have wanted to kill me before.
8: (laughs) But you've never met your father before.
6: And I have to admit, I never thought I would.
8: It must be somewhat overwhelming.
6: I'm a little shaky. Well, that's only natural. But you know what?
0: No, no, physically shaky. I You'll find out later in the episode. You.
8: <laughs> so how did you feel about the captain, about your father?
6: He's okay. A little stiff. But where are you from?
8: I was born on Betazet.
6: All the women there have eyes like yours.
8: <laughs> Look, Jason, I came here to talk to you because I'm the ship's counselor. If you don't want to talk to me in that way, then I think I should go.
1: I may or may not be dating (laughs) Wolf.
0: This was Picard's idea. I mean, Patrick Stewart's idea. (laughs) The idea for this episode came from a conversation with Jerry Taylor that Jerry Taylor had with Brent Spiner and Patrick Stewart. During the filming of Mask, Taylor asked Stewart if there were any aspects of his character he felt were unexplored, and Stewart noted he was unsatisfied with the vengeance of Damon Bach from the first season. (laughs) And he commented, it always fascinated me there was this creature running around the universe even now who despises me. Taylor gave the idea to Nick Sagan to flesh out.
1: See, I feel like with that
0: starting point, you
1: could have done a better story.
8: Mm-hmm. You're welcome to make an appointment to come to my office.
1: It's just a Very vengeance story. Because then, what you should have done based on that, like, I feel like Patrick Stewart, his instincts were right, which is... I don't know if this is exactly what he's saying, but he's fascinated by the vengeance idea. And that's sort of taking the vengeance idea in this episode and just making it like, and he's trying to kill his son too. And it's this complex way that he's going about it. But I feel like what it should have been focused on is the element of when someone, when Picard is wrong someone, wrong or right, and they want vengeance and their lives are consumed with rage, how does Picard feel that? How does he resolve it? because um, there's just so much he can do. It's like almost an unresolvable problem, and that's always interesting to see how Picard is going to field it. But I don't feel like that's what this is doing. <laughs>
0: this Damon Bach with his technology they'll just beam into the Enterprise he really should he could be making a lot of
1: money I'm kind of From on the rest of the Frankie side he he's, seems like he's years There's beyond everyone else in terms of technology
3: so don't show any sign so of an intruder you the
1: first time that was just a hologram Correct. on the bridge this time he actually transported in yes feels like he could have messed with it more if he's actually transporting in yeah, um, and
0: then looks, the ship looks so inept. You because know, they can, I, that's, that's sort of the problem with it. Because they couldn't stop him? Yeah.
1: Um, also, hologram. it feels like the, the ship would also know that there was a person there.
3: Right. I don't think so, Captain. Something has to generate a hologram. We would have detected it. Bok once used a mind control device to make me hallucinate. That device emitted a very specific energy signature. I'm not reading anything like that. Or could he have modified the device so he could use it without being detected? It's possible. I'll recalibrate the sensors to scan for low-intensity transmissions. Just to be sure, I'll sweep your quarters with a resonance scanner. Good. Keep me posted. Mr. Wolf. I want you to assign a
2: security detail to Jason. And what about yourself? I am not the target
7: of box threats. Jason is. Mm -hmm. Captain, I have compiled all available records pertaining to Jason Vigo's criminal record. Criminal record? Yes, sir. He has been charged three times with petty theft, twice for disorderly conduct, and several dozen times with trespassing. Trespassing? I believe the charges relate to his climbing activities in the caves beneath the planet's surface. This is the information you requested, is it not? Thank you, Mr. Data.
1: They love to hold on Data for his reactions to the humans in every scene in TNG. What <laughs> is wrong? <problem. laughs> okay.
6: What was your name again?
5: Lieutenant Rhodes.
6: Actually, I meant your first name. Sandra. Well, Sandra, do you think you could give me some room
5: we're supposed to be keeping an eye on you
6: can't you keep an eye on me from over there
1: seems like he uh, he was about to make some headway with uh, the lieutenant and then he he just bailed on it
0: Well, oh, he felt the shakes coming
1: I see he didn't want to be embarrassed in front of her that was Amy Pietz I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly Ooh. good Any morning Carolyn in the city Starring you said you the place I
6: could be. Why the guards? Leah
2: Thompson? Because Bok appeared in my quarters last night. Now, it might not have been him, it may have been
6: an image we're investigating. Look, why don't you just drop me off somewhere? I can watch out for myself. That wouldn't be wise. I've been doing it since I was 15. Uh, I'm sure you have, but Bok is a dangerous creature. He's
2: a creature. He has a starship, he has technology. All right. Specious. Stay here.
0: Would you like some tea? (laughs) Uh, I don't have a ton to say about this, honestly.
1: Well, there's not that much that's happening. That's part of the problem. The other thing is, this is kind of a bookend to the episode where the kid has to room with him. I don't yeah. even remember the reason for that. Was that supposed to be his son, too? What was the... Why was that kid...
0: He was an admiral's distant relative like that had been taken at birth said an alien race, remember? And then raised as a hunter.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's sort of like... Because that was melodramatic and over the top. However, you had the kid being kind of a a brat and out of control and unruly because he was raised by hunters. So this kind of has the portrayal of Jason is kind of like, he's kind of a reasonable person. He's, you know, he's a little bit of, uh, you know, he's a little bit immoral because he's grown up on this planet where it's really hard to get by, but he's been pretty reasonable. He was okay with the test. He's just sort of doesn't want to, he's not comfortable getting close with Picard. So like, that's the main dramatic conflict and that's a little bit of a mid mid-ground conflict I like that he's sort of chill they just needed to come up with something else that happened
0: um, yeah and they didn't on screen is it another holographic device no sir it's we the previous shot so. we used
2: earlier
7: captain the probe <laughs> systems are overloading red alert shields up as
1: a result of the read alert, shouldn't he not have to say Shields Up? It was just giving him damage something report. to
0: do. He just likes to say it. No damage, sir. Captain, I do not believe it was meant
7: as an attack, but rather as a message. Message? Yes, sir. In Bazaal. A Ferengi code which uses alternating patterns of light and darkness. Can you translate it? I'm attempting to do so. The message reads, my revenge is at hand.
1: It'd be funny if uh, if then Bach uh, appeared to him in the flesh behind him through the transport and it was just like, yes, my revenge is at hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is he sending this code? He's already appeared and said what he wanted to say.
4: If you want me to stay and talk, there you go. I'll call for security this time. How do you like your boy, Captain?
2: Is he everything you'd always hoped for? It's a risky game you're playing, coming here. Next time we'll be ready for you. Why don't we settle this now? Oh,
4: and how do you propose to do that, Picard? You You murdered my son!
2: It was self-defense. He fired on my ship. You were in Ferengi space! I didn't know that. If he'd told me, I would have withdrawn. I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do to bring him back. How touching.
4: Your apology is worthless to me. I demand that you repay me for my loss. You cannot put a price on a life. Oh, but you can, Picard. You can pay me with your son's life. No. You don't have any choice. I insist on being paid.
0: Uh, anyway section 4. I wonder if you worked
1: it out with the transporter chief on his ship. Just like I'm going to build up and then when I finish with I insist on being paid that's when you hit it. Alright? Not a second sooner, Otherwise you'll ruin the moment.
0: Or like two seconds after I stand up. Whatever's easier for you. (laughs) But not in the middle of the stand. That'll ruin the elegance.
6: Any other seizures like this before? No, not really sometimes my hand shakes but never this bad I was trying to hide it from
1: Amy Is behind me
6: about a few months ago do you have any idea what's wrong with me
5: you have a condition called the Forrester-Trent syndrome it's a degenerative neurological disorder, very rare
2: what do you
0: mean degenerative
5: if it goes untreated, it could result in paralysis, even death.
0: Means it gets worse, Captain.
5: I'm going to start you on a It's Brought on position,
1: by trying to change the genetic code lucky, of someone to look like someone else's genetic code.
5: And maybe reverse its effects. The disease is hereditary. I know your father doesn't have it. Was your mother prone to these seizures? That's what I know. There have been some cases reported where the disease was instigated by a random mutation. I'll run a microcellular scan and see if that's what happened. In the meantime, I want you to try to take it easy and get some rest.
2: Is he going to be all right?
5: I wish I could say for certain. But I'm not sure how he'll respond to treatments.
2: I've been thinking about what you said the other day. And, you know, I think you were right. I had convinced myself that Jason didn't want me to reach out to him.
5: You know, I don't think anyone is born knowing how to be a parent. You just sort of figure it out as you go. But the one quality that tends to be a requirement for parenthood is patience.
0: Is that well, why I'm you're a sure doctor? That you, that you have a lot of patience? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to
2: go. But I, I got a feeling that. If I had been part of his life, then he wouldn't be so troubled now.
5: Maybe, but why waste time blaming yourself for not being there? Just be here for him now.
1: No, well, that's too much trouble.
5: And be patient.
0: I can't stand sickbay.
7: No, no, I, <laughs> I just, I
1: mean, John Luke, you're missing the
0: point. Captain, have you farted in this chair recently?
7: Bach was in direct contact with this chair for an extended period. It is showing a distinctive subspace signature as a
3: result. We think he's using some kind of subspace transporter. What's the
1: thing the that Geordi's holding? I've uh, never seen that. It Just is a different kind of, of tricorder?
0: No, it's a scanner. You've seen it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you have. And is that a blackberry in his other hand? do you remember when he found that skeleton in the wall? <laughs> Used it then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was more of generation
7: a... abandoned its research in the field
0: because... Of a light... Yeah, that thing has a light on it. Oh, it does. It's not using it right now. Let me see. that be an optical effect process that they don't need to bother hey, with. Hey, this is, I'm sure, a dumb question. Or is it?
1: Are their deltas different? And did they change in this last season? What do you mean? I don't remember the outline inside
0: the the circle, the oval. Uh, no, those are the same.
3: Hmm. The technology was found to be unreliable As well as energy intensive In order to transport matter through subspace You have to put it in a state of quantum flux It's very unstable What range would that kind of transporter have? In theory it could operate over several light years That means that the probe that exploded Could have been beamed into position From some point outside sensor range If Bach uses his transporter
7: again We might be able to trace the subspace signature And locate his ship Is there any way we can keep Bach from beaming aboard the Enterprise again? I don't
2: think there is. See, if he has the ability to beam aboard, he may be able to beam someone away. It is a possibility. I'm concerned that he may try to
3: take Jason. Is there any way we can protect him? You know, we might be able to keep a signal lock on him at all times. If Bach tries to beam him away, we might be able to hold him here.
0: Why not just put a transport inhibitor in his quarters? Dumbass. Computer, where is Jason Vigo? You'd be a real Jason West to, in to Jordy there. Well, I mean, it's just like this plot convenience. We have to do this instead of this, which is like you have these things. They're called transporter pattern. You know, they, they, they transport inhibitors. Yeah. You know, and uh, it would work fine. But they just didn't want to use that for this episode because then you wouldn't get the fun scene where Picard has to beam across subspace.
2: <laughs> there's something he, about it.
0: He climbs Hopefully up to
2: face in sort
1: house. of show that he's yeah. sort of, you know, I know, he can swing with the kid. But it's is like, it? there's not that much conflict between them anyway,
0: so. Yeah, but it's also like, I told you I like climbing. We could do this sometime, maybe, huh? It's a real
1: tepid right? episode. It's a shame. Wow, wow. <laughs> this Rude. is. What this this is a, one of the last episode. ones? This is my favorite episode. I'm sorry. I know you're always talking about it.
0: <laughs> like, wait till you get to Bloodlands.
1: He also uh, before just before this scene, they say where he asks where is he, and he says they say he's in holodeck four, and he looks almost kind of like fed up and annoyed. And I'm like, you told him to go to the holodeck and do this. And Maybe he's annoyed for some other reason, but.
0: I annoyed because like there's this Ferengi that can beam through his shields at any point that he wants. Yeah, I guess that's more reasonable. He's more got reason a crew, something. he's got a Starfleet crew that can't figure out how to not let the Ferengi beam <laughs> through the shields. There's nothing she we can do to stop
1: her work. it.
6: She taught us all how to read. And she grew vegetables in a hard pan to feed us. And she made sure we knew how to sing it's important in a place like K-more.
0: singing I mean <laughs> and
6: then one day she was attacked by two men in, in the street in broad daylight with the food she was carrying and if, she, if she'd just given it to them they probably wouldn't have hurt her but she knew how important the food was to us so they killed her I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry for me. My mother made sure that we were all tough enough to make it.
2: Jason, isn't there some way that I can be a father to you? My own father and I were estranged. He wanted me to stay at home and tend the vineyards, and I wanted to join Starfleet.
0: And also there's some other stuff we'll unpack later in the car. <laughs> He was abusive my mother, I'm not
2: sure. Before we could come to terms with that.
0: I mean, was that the reason we were estranged, or was it just (laughs) the thing about the
2: vineyard? Who knows? I
6: don't want the same thing to happen to you and me. You don't understand. I'm not anybody you'd want for a son. Trust me. If you knew if you knew anything about me, you wouldn't you wouldn't be trying so hard. You're so wrong. Oh, really? Let me spell it out for you. I've been in trouble since I was a teenager I lie I steal I use people I'm a criminal That's what your son is I
1: know know how much money it takes to Get hair care products to look like this
2: I know all about your troubles with the care authorities You do Doesn't make any difference Jason You're still my son and like it or not, I'm your father. I don't know what that means. You know, it means something. There's some connection. Yeah. But one thing is clear you'll never look at your hairline again in the same way.
1: I like his deadpan on that. <laughs> um i mean here's the weird thing it's a good scene it's a well-written scene they both play it really well um it's it's a nice scene it's just sort of like there's no story moving forward to hang it on (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it's very odd lucky guy got to do that scene with Patrick Stewart all these fucking huge scenes
0: I mean it's 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 a fine character scene that then is sort of robbed from us by the ending of the episode yes
5: it's about Jason I finished the microcellular scan I was running. There's something you need to know.
0: Sir, so sensors are detected. Not yet, because we want it to be a surprise to the audience. <laughs> a subspace carrier
7: wave headed for the ship. Its signature is consistent with Box Transporter. Let's see if you can trace it, locate Box Ship.
3: Jordy, are you ready down there? I've got a signal lock on Jason. Riker to Picard. Picard here. Bach is trying to use his transporter. Bach is reestablishing his lock on it.
1: So let me ask you a question. Is Picard rushing up to the transporter?
0: To jump in the beam, yeah.
1: Oh, is that what it is? He's trying to be beamed with him? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay
7: left by his transporter is decaying more rapidly than predicted. It may not be possible to trace it. Captain, another probe has materialized 500 kilometers to starboard. It is sending a transmission.
2: Put it on screen. This is a very special day, Picard.
1: No, I, want, I want a closer Let's shot of my face. My closer!
4: Today, more intimidating. I will take your son away from you. It will be our anniversary. I wanted you to see him one last time.
7: I'm tracing the transporter beam Bach used to send the probe. The ship is holding position approximately 300 billion kilometers from here. Plot of course. Maximum warp.
2: But what about space, so sir? Nine, we wouldn't get there for another does it matter. Minutes, <laughs> modifications you made to the transporter. Is there any way we could use a subspace transport from here to get me onto box
0: ship? It's impossible, like, sir. But it this would not is a be giant advisable.
1: technology to introduce him into the, the Star guess. Trek universe.
0: I mean. <laughs> Tell that to JJ. Did it happen in uh, JJ verse? Yes. I don't remember. They beamed a Klingon. They beamed a Kronos. All right, Captain. We might be able to get you over there, but I don't see how we're going to get you back.
3: We'll deal with that when the time
0: comes. I'm going There's to bring am- this holster stutter in case I have time to put my phaser down.
8: <laughs> the <transport's gonna> take <laughs> I, I
3: hate clar- carrying to things around. Through the subspace field coils. Understood. There's, a m- There's a moment when
1: he goes, Data, you're with me, that I was like, oh, they're finally, after seven seasons, going to use Data strategically the way that he should be used, which is you beam him into a battle situation, and then he instantly disarms or knocks out everyone. With his super android powers But of course he just goes on alone
7: Yep Sequence now
6: Maybe we can make a deal What kind of deal Tell my father you killed me Put a phaser burn on my shirt And send it to him He'll think I'm dead That's what this is about isn't it I got friends On Kmore 5 that will make it worth your while
4: I understand
6: your desire to live, but I want Picard to see your body
4: so there will be no doubt! Lower
2: your weapons, or Bok is dead! Seems like they got hey, the drop oh on you. yours, or your son dies! You know as well as I do, Bok. He is not my son. I know what you've done. <laughs> Miranda Vigo is his mother, but I am not his father. <laughs> you made it appear so because you resequenced his DNA. But your technique was flawed He developed a neurological disorder When my ship's doctor investigated it She discovered what you had done Now he'll never pay the <laughs> ransom Shut up There never was a ransom All he was ever interested in was vengeance Daemon, is this true? He's not a Damon. He was stripped of command They had no right to do that to me
1: Really bad
2: communication
1: In the Ferengi alliance
2: The Enterprise is closing in on your position If you let the two of us go They won't attack you They won't attack us with you on board They will cripple your ship And keep you here until the Ferengi authorities arrive You've got a lot of explaining to do Your only hope is to turn Bok over to them And tell them that he deceived you
0: Wow, he did it. He did it. He saved his not-son. Now let's wrap this up nicely.
2: Are you sure that you wouldn't like to stay on board the Enterprise for a few more days? Uh, Maybe I can't. get an outfit I less a
1: silly than this green-stripe thing?
6: It's a mess, but I'd like to go back and straighten things out. I understand. Well... Maybe next time you come back this way, you can look me up. I will. I, uh,
2: I'll i never be back this way, though. I put something into your bag while you were packing.
1: Mm. I told you now because I want to see the reaction to it. I hope it's that pipe that uh, I showed no interest in before.
2: Oh, it is. I know you <laughs> probably have preferred a bottle of sari and brandy, but uh, that's all I could come up with.
1: Seems like you could have gotten this bottle of sari that. and brandy.
0: I want you to have it. God, he drank it all.
1: <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> Energize. It's different transporter chief for this scene. I wonder why.
0: Delta shift. <laughs>
1: I hope I didn't beat that guy into space They never established I guess we just are to assume That he uh, They worked out their His genetic disorder That was Kind of
0: slowly Oh yeah She cured it That's the That's the crusher way <laughs> Alright Let's see Well it's the MVC, Yeah the NBC
6: Get over that
0: Late in the game Feel like uh, Beverly Crusher is gonna get another MVC.
1: But she missed that he wasn't his son at the beginning.
0: Which she discovered at the end, uh-huh. which gave Picard the solve for the episode. What about
1: Geordi or Data figuring out the subspace thing? Even though they couldn't figure out a way to stop him from transporting the son, I off. think
0: I think Data, Geordi, and Worf failed miserably in this episode. Okay, a Ferengi beaming onto the ship three times. <laughs> And taking someone away like those shields are up? It's like, no. We have a meeting with security, engineering, and the ops officer, and we're not going to have this happen again. It is fair.
1: What about Picard, you know, sort of thinking his way through beating Bach at the very end?
0: Didn't think his way through it. He just took the information given to him by Beverly Crusher and presented it. Well, he, you
1: know, he t- he sort of played the Ferengi rules against uh, Look, you want
0: to give it to... Uh, Picard, go ahead. All right, all right, all right. You've convinced me. Give it to Beverly. I mean, I wasn't here to convince you. I was just saying what's what. (laughs) How many andes
4: does this episode get?
0: I do
1: like Olan's performance. I like the idea that we're dealing with a Picard son, implausible as it is. I like the performances. It's just a tepid, story like nothing really happens and the box stuff isn't really even that satisfying it's
0: kind of a you know everything gets reset at the end yeah so you could argue it happens in every TNG episode because but it's it also episodic but also, it also like, takes forever to get there yeah and the, I think it takes away from any character growth we were getting I
1: th- well I guess it's it's implied like that he's grown even though this isn't his son That they Three both sizes
0: that day That's right
1: (laughs) That classic Grinch Picard
0: Um, I give it a three That's exactly right
1: Oh thank god
0: Andy You you stole the number of Andys right out of my Andy mouth Three Andys Next Next Andys (laughs) Uh, Next week's episode uh, Is Emergence we're closing in on the end here, guys. Oh, join that Patreon. Watch us do the last episode as we fumble live over the internet. Uh, but here's the trailer for next week.
7: The Enterprise has taken on a life of its own. I believe the Enterprise may be forming an intelligence and is turning fantasy into real-life danger. Saying the
4: ship is under the control of the holodeck. Now, can anyone regain control of the Enterprise?
3: I don't know if we can stop the ship
4: before it sacrifices the entire crew. It's an earthquake. Next time on Star Trek: The Next Generation.
0: All right. That's the episode that I did know, I did not see for the f- until a couple years ago for the first time. I mean, it has that feel of one. It has,
1: it sort of feels like it's like a little bit of a kitchen sink, like "Eh, about this element, this Star Trek element, and just like, "Eh, just make make another one. We just need to. We got to do one
0: more holodeck episode. What if it was everything in the holodeck?
1: Okay. Uh, We'll
0: see. We will indeed. Uh, This is exciting. I'm going to have finished TNG. Yep, and then you're going to start DS9, and then fall in love with Benjamin Sisko the way I did. We'll see. Uh, All right, everyone, until uh, next week, or if you're in the Patreon, until uh, two days from now.